Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Good morning all, good afternoon all, and good evening to some of you. Uh, this is the Luke and Pete Show. I am Peter Donaldson. I am from the Luke and Pete Show um, Industries um, uh, CEO, um, kind of board member assembly. Um, uh, Luke Moore is um, very much uh, the CEO of the company, uh, and he has access to the executive lift, uh, the executive toilets, uh, and he also is terrible to his um, uh, assistant. <laughs> And listeners. I was actually thinking then, I don't mm. think we necessarily should have to say hello to everyone. No, no, because there might be some people listening who um, listen awful. for like uh, like a hate listen, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. I occasionally uh, enjoy media that I don't um, enjoy, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I like watching stuff? stuff that... Um, Ramble? There's a, there's a South... <laughs> I'm on that. <laughs> Only the ones I'm on. Uh, there's a South African man on Instagram who is, he's like a, he can't be older than like 21, but he's kind of like this bro, gym bro, hench as fuck, big old, you know, big old muscles. Um, and he's uh, very earnest. Uh, he's a big religious guy, loves his, loves his Jesus. Um, but he basically just uh, addresses the camera um, saying how little he cares for going to parties. And he's like, How did you discover him then out of interest? I don't know. I just sort of pops. I, I think sometimes the algorithm thinks I'm really into hench South African men who um, aren't into parties. They're like, uh, he's like, the only party I want to go to is the one held in Jesus' house. And he goes, um, if you I come to me, earnest. if you come to me, you say, bro, do you want to uh, come to a party? A party? I don't know if it's a party. Um, <laughs> uh, do you want to go to a party? Have some fun? Uh, get off some chicks? Uh, I say, no. My only chick I want to get off with is God and stuff like that. And he's I want to really check, I want to check back in with him when he's 40. And just the <laughs> amount of regrets he's going to have. The, yeah, either regrets or I remember like growing up in, growing up, going to university in Leicester and like in the punk rock scene. Like every third person <laughs> was fucking, fuck up. shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up. 
Just shut up. What he um, means by that is he lived in went Leicester. Went to some pubs. I used to went put to a record pubs, on yeah. occasionally and go went to the pub. Went yeah. to a pub the called the Spread Eagle. The punk rock famous scene. Is. I used to hang out in the... It is quite famous, actually. Carry Thank on. you very much. And, uh, well, I mean, I say the scene. I was, it, I was around people who were into it, but I wasn't part of it. But you were one-eyed um, Willie. I was in one-eyed Willie, exactly. We could have been huge, uh, relatively. Um, the, uh, the, there used to be uh, guys who were straight edge, and that was the, like the first thing mm-hmm. they would talk about is how straight edge they were. Yeah. And then, you know, once, um, they, uh, once they hit about 23, they'd start drinking. And then they'd be in Leicester for the rest of their lives trying to get off with underage uh, girls. Um, so that's very much that's the punk term. rock scene in in, uh, in Leicester and what that looked like. Um, so the, the South African guy says he would only, the only party he wants to go to is a party at Jesus' house. It, it's pretty much like that, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. What would that be like, though? Because, I mean, I think Jesus is probably an all right dude. Bit of a bore after a while. <laughs> but probably an all right guy, quite chill. Yeah. Um, I reckon he would refuse to do the water into wine trick at a party because that's all people would ask for. Right. What well, you reckon that he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't get involved with party tricks? Oh, yeah, I again. reckon mm, that would be the first thing that you asked, especially uh, if you were at a party. You wouldn't need to um, go out for wine, mind you. What if you didn't want wine? But the thing is, if, if maybe if, nowadays he'd make white claw or something. Maybe you would. But you, you think of um, you know, say like a if you think of Jesus's miracles as like a band with a certain amount of hits, right? Yeah. And you go to a live show. And say, I don't know how many miracles he did. I've not, I'm not up on it. But say he did five miracles. Three. Five. I think I'm he did more do, than five, I'm probably, didn't I'm he? probably doing him a disservice there. But for Blind the man to see. Uh, something about a, um, a Lazarus leper. back from the dead. Yeah. Um, did he do something? On, walked on water. Yeah. Bread and fishes. Um, bread and fishes. Uh, water into wine. wine. That's kind of the same thing, though, isn't it? No, it's a separate incident. <laughs> no, but it's kind of the same thing, though, isn't it? Water into wine. Um, yeah. Drink of my blood, all that business. Do you reckon we'll get a load of more American listeners by doing this? Caesarea Philippi, the Transatlantic Association was the one where his, his clothes became very white. I don't know that one. Uh, that sounds like a deep cut. Sounds like a that was a, that was a that was a deep Catholic cut, I think. So, yeah. Was that on the master plan? That was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what I was going to say was, say he did five. I mean, just for the sake of conversation, say mm. he did five miracles. So bearing in mind, yeah. I'm talking here to a man who didn't even remember how he died once. Yeah. Um, it's so, confusing. Well, so I remember Caesarea did... Philippi, and I, I always name check that. That's a Catholic the Beatitudes. Thing, isn't it? <laughs> five, five, so five miracles. Yeah. It's like having five hits. Like, yeah. And if you go and watch him live, if you're one of those people in the front row just shouting out, "Play this and play that," he's mm. going to. He's an artist at the end of the day. He's naturally yeah. going to get pissed off, and he's only going to ever want to play his new stuff. And it's his like, new so, stuff might not be as good. So, what was like um, his Pablo Honey uh, Radiohead Creep song? Like, that's the question, yeah. isn't it? The first one, I guess. The first big one where everyone went, oh, this guy could be a contender. <laughs> you know? And the crucifix yeah. thing was probably... Because he came back from the dead, obviously. And that that's was a like, big one. That, that was maybe one. his that's be big, here now. That's a big That's a big lad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's could, what we Went missed. on for too long. Yeah. Cooking, cooking, created with cooking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, now you're getting offensive, actually, and that's unacceptable. Why? He made it, didn't he? God made everything. So God made that sweet leaf. It's a good point. Chop it up, get it up your nose. Dude, how can it be illegal when it grows in the ground, yeah? Exactly, yeah. Legalize how can it be illegal it. When, I, when I secreted it up my bum in a condom to get through customs? How can it be illegal? <laughs> you, you'd be more of a little film case, wouldn't you? Uh, is that how they get it in? Film I case? So. Oh, I, I guess think... that is kind of water... That probably would be waterproof. Good plan. Good yeah. plan, everyone. So people, apparently, um, apparently um, 
when they used to go like in the seventies, the golden age of rock and roll, where people used to travel around and stuff, mm. and they wanted to keep like drugs on them and travel around with them. Yeah, it would be a lot of the time it would be a film case, right? The and bot they, bot. that would go up the butt butt. Yeah, how do you get something? I've I've never. It will surprise you that I've not really spent that much time sort of digging about in there. But how that do does you... surprise me? A great <laughs> it should deal. Just, it should surprise you. Um, what? How do you kind of like? Because you to get purchased on anything, you got to get like a, a sort of pinching, sort of pincering mo- motion inside. So you got to get all. You got to get three digits in there before you're grabbing <laughs> that out. Surely, are you? Yeah, you're gonna need bomb. Vaseline, literally. Right? You are. You're gonna need some Vaseline. You're gonna need some Vaseline. Yeah, you're gonna need something to sort of get in there. So yeah, it just seems. Seems like a lot of faff. Just put it in your, put it under your tongue or something. What a film case? Well, not a film case. How much drugs do you need, really? Good God! Well, I'm everywhere. Not, I'm not answering that. <laughs> um, anyway, that's anyway. the intro over with. That's the intro over with. Um, I think we probably flushed out all the people who are easily offended. <laughs> so now we can get onto the real stuff. Um, yeah, we're, how, we're, how... we're basically it's 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 a little bit like I was talking about this uh, yesterday with uh, with Banyabat who edits the um, rest of my YouTube. But hope I'm not doxing him by uh, revealing this information. But we're talking about the band, the Rumble Strips, a yeah. band I can't really remember what they actually put out. Do you remember the Rumble Strips? Luke? My alarm clock ain't working, and I don't really mind. That's them. Yeah, this uh, the way you su- the, the 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 voice you chose there to to sing in. That's how he sings. Makes, makes me think I wouldn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I met them once on a, on a boat, but that's a different story. You carry on. Oh, good. Um, but I was uh, he was saying that um, uh, Banya's first uh, gig was the Rumble Strips. Yeah. Um, and he said he went uh, and he was very worried because he was underage at an over 18s gig, and he had a um, his first sort of lucky condom in his wallet that remained unused. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder what Not percentage. Lucky, is it? Well, last week, I wonder what percentage of uh, a gentleman's uh, or a person's uh, condom. Uh, I wonder what percentage of, of, of those condoms actually get used. Their first condom. Mm. I bet. I bet it's like really low. Surely you know it gets I mean? used at some point. That's the point of it. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think. It, I reckon it just sort of gets. You know, the the the, the condom wrapper gets too tarnished. Certainly, in my experience, it gets too tarnished. <laughs> yeah. Nobody uses it. You should. What you should to kind of like for good juju, good karma. You should throw the first one away like a pancake. You know, and just yeah. sort of go. That's out the way now. Let's yeah. get, let's get down to business. Who are you talking let's... to here? Uh, teens. When you're saying this to yourself, <laughs> again. You, when you're saying, to, no, when you're I'm saying to yourself, teens again, Lou. When you're saying to yourself, let's get that one out of the way. Now let's get down to business. Yeah. Who else is in the room? Just just, just you, isn't it? It's me. Just, just pop, <laughs> popping it on, popping it on, and going to town. But um, yeah. Um, what? Were we, how do we get there? I can't <laughs> I don't, remember. I don't, but, uh, I don't know how we get anywhere. No. Um, but I, I do remember as a teen, like. <laughs> Popping the old Johnny in the wallet, and I don't think it ever got used. No, I was. I, I think I was too concerned about um, the, um, the, the the fit of my clothes uh, to to have anything more in my wallet than I needed to. Oh, because well, your trousers were so tight. Trousers. Were That's so a problem blood. that remains to this day, presumably. Yeah, I sometimes wake up with really painful testicles, like because I've just because I've because <laughs> I've got that edge where they just just do what they want to do, um, yeah. and I, I've kind of like want to sleep on them sometimes. <laughs> I'll wake up and it's bottoms burning. It's not, I don't think it's anything <laughs> nefarious because I've had a good old feel around down there. But sometimes I'll just sit in a weird way and I'm like, my balls. Right. And what, is it yeah. always a burning sensation or is it? It's like just a... always just I've, I've just crushed them in the night and I've not noticed. Crushed Imagine them. Like, I think I've just crushed them with my mighty thighs and it's just it's just painful. What kind of position are you sleeping in? Well, I don't know. I'm just doing scissoring motions. Right and what do you wear to bed? Uh, just pants. Just, just a pair of pants that you've worn pants. that day? 
Uh, yeah, is that an issue? People have um, weird issues about. It's certainly think, not my issue. <laughs> I think. I think a lot of. Um, I'm always surprised. Um, I don't know whether he still does it, but Mark Haynes and wrestle me, and I am going to dox him. Uh, <laughs> used to sleep naked, yeah. uh, and we were disgusted by that fact because, like, Mark's a real man. Um, yeah, and, I, and, I wouldn't and, sleep naked. And 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 there's like people out there who you think are particularly normal, and then you find out that they sleep naked, and you're like, what, what's that about? Well, I always, think, right. I always think that about you. I always think that someone says to me, oh, Pete, you know, he's a bit crazy and stuff, and mm. his personality type and all the rest mm. of it. And I say, it's great, because everything's out there. Like, yeah. there's nothing to worry about. No, because like, so- <laughs> it's all out there. Like, I know what I'm dealing with. There's, there's no secrets. Yeah, there'll, there'll never be any surprises. It's like, an I mean, enemy I, just, I can you know. see and envision. Yeah, exactly. Um, whereas it's the quiet, nice people that you want to kind of worry about. And it's I, the I ones would... with kinks, isn't it? There's, a, there's yeah. a couple of mates who I know have got like some pretty interesting kinks, um, but they would hate for you to know it. I don't, I don't think sleeping naked is a kink. I think that's fair I'm not enough. saying that's a kink. I'm just saying like, you know, dress, dressing up and that. Dressing up and that. What's wrong with that? That's all right, isn't it? It is all right. I'm not kink shaming, but the way they talk about sexuality, yeah. it makes me giggle. Well, they're always the ones, aren't they? They're always the ones. Yeah, I, 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 mm. I have, I sleep, and this is just quite surprising anyone to know that I sleep in a lovely pair of quite expensive pajama shorts from the White Company. Lovely stuff. Good to know. I just don't think good you can know. compromise on that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a very good point. There's nothing better than if I had, um, uh, if I was a um, billionaire, I would go to sleep on fresh sheets every night. I said that to nothing my wife. Better. I said that to the wife I have access to. I say this, right? This is the thing. I mm. said one of the luxuries I'd afford myself if I was a multimillionaire yeah. is I would have someone to change the sheets every night, beautiful, fresh cotton yeah. sheets every night. And so the feeling of sleeping in the brand new clean bed every night yeah. would be like an amazing thing. And she made, it like, made me some kind of deviant. Like actually <laughs> three or four nights in is when the sheets start to feel nice. No, no. The I've, first night is the best. And, and you know, a bit of lavender on your pillow. Saying, oh. You do, know. You wanna, do you want to live with me, Luke? <laughs> well, for that one reason, I quite would quite like to. And I think yeah. I think some of our listeners think of us as like Bert and Ernie. Mm. Well, we should, the Street. only time we've ever slept in the same bed is in um, South, South Africa, Africa. For a week. Yeah. There we go, back to South Africa again. Yeah, back to South Africa um, with the big boy. Yeah, and that was good mm. for me because you're small, so I got a lot of room. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I was right. I was fine with that. I I, mm. I didn't particularly like some of your behaviour, but at night I don't, have any, I don't have any memory of um, you being particularly problematic. Um, so that was Obviously. fine. Um, Peter, one thing I wanted to bring to the table today mm. is that I read a really interesting um, article in on the Independent about from a guy called Patrick Donnelly. Right. Who lives and works in Death Valley? Oh, that's that's hot, isn't it? Yeah. So he's a um, he's I think he's like a scientist. He's, a he's like he's not a lizard. He's no. a big lizard. He's um, he's like a scientist of some description where he has to go out and do bits and pieces. Maybe some kind of curator for the visitor center or something there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But he the article talks about um, you know, a week of it in his life in the summer and how. Like amazing it is, and there's mm. a couple of things that really um, piqued my interest. One is that um, he said like you've got to get into adjust, you've got an adjustment to get into a, a mind frame where it's like it's not like a bad day or a, a low level bad decision to go out during the day in the summer in Death Valley. It's basically death, right? So yeah, yeah, you have yeah, to yeah, adjust yeah. your expectations. Like oh, I might get a bit hot. To right. Yeah, to I'll that's die. not for me. Yeah, 
I will, does it I get will... very cold at night? Like ridiculously cold? I think it does in... So in the winter overnight, mm. I think it goes below freezing. Yeah. But during so, the day, like so for example, in the day he's written this article, um, it's 26 degrees at sunrise. So that's for yeah. our American listeners. That's what, like 80. And then um, the lowest temperature it will get in the height of the day is um, 46 degrees Celsius, <laughs> which is um, basically, <laughs> I think that must be, I mean, right up there. Let me just check what that is um, in Fahrenheit. 115 Fahrenheit. But do you not think that's really weird that our body temperatures, what's that, 38? Our body temperatures are around 38, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's only yeah, 6 degrees. Yeah, I don't degrees. think it works like that, mate. Uh, it's only 6 degrees. So, like, why does your body have so much? Because I, I guess... About, um, you were about to say people don't need water again. We've got a shower, <laughs> we've got a shower that you've got to turn down the, um, you've got to turn down the heat uh, because of a uh, misfiring um, uh, temperature monitor, I think, on the doing, showers upstairs. Not my doing. Um, I, 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 it's, it, I can't, I can't be handling plumbing. Plumbing is just hard. You need to, yeah. have, you need to have all the tools, and I don't have all the tools. You get wet, but um, but upstairs there's a shower where um, because there's an issue with the cold and the hot water. We can only have, only have hot water coming through. So you got to go on the boiler, turn it down to whatever degrees that you want that you shower at uh, in one of the bathrooms. But um, so like, so I can have it about cracking on for 50. Sarah wants it about 41, 40. And I'm like, that's only two degrees over your body's ambient temperature deep inside. So like, what, like, what are you getting out of that? Do you not feel, I just would feel unclean having a, a shower a that's only... Shower. Yeah, okay. I, I think it's because I've got quite sensitive skin and my skin burns really easily in the sun and right. stuff. It might I'm, be something I'm to do with boiling that. myself every, like a big frog. A big <laughs> yes, frog absolutely. in a French restaurant. I'm just boiling myself. If every day it. you turn the temperature of your shower up by 0.1 of a degree, mm. by the time you got to your age now, mm. you might be like superhuman. What do you mean? Like I could withstand like boiling water and Yeah, stuff. you could like jump into volcanoes and fix them. <laughs> Why don't they just pour cement in them? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a good idea. Yeah. Um, anyway, this guy was saying that like his work in, requires him to be outdoors in the middle right. of the day, which basically no one does. Apparently, a lot of people there generally wake up at like three a.m., do their thing between like four a.m. and eight a.m. Right. Then the rest of the time they're indoors. But he he basically goes out in the middle of the day because he has to do for work, and he says the non-negotiable um, part of it is that you have to have zero skin exposed to the sun. So you have to wear long trousers, long sleeve hooded shirt, a big hat, and you basically have to take. He says you have to take on board three gallons of water a day, (laughs) which is crazy. That's like twelve liters or something a day. It doesn't seem comfortable. What business does he have out there? Is he studying lizards? What's what's he what's he doing out there? Um, I can't quite remember what he's doing. I think it's some kind of science based job. Mm. Um, Oh, here you go. He 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 works for the Center for Biological Diversity. Right, okay. And it's in, in the National Park part of um, Death Valley, which is between California and Nevada. There's about 250 people there, and it's in the northern Mojave Desert. But you also said, one of the things I didn't really consider, is there's two points I really want to make, one of which I found really interesting, and one I think you'll find interesting, is he said that like the one thing people really underestimate is the amount of preparation it takes every day mm. to just do to stuff. die. Yeah, to not die, basically. To not yeah. die, yeah. Uh, he says, for example, like, he has to check his car every day. Yeah, because if he drives out do, in the middle of nowhere, because if you get lost, if you get caught out and your car dies, I mean, Jesus. 
He said he says in, in most places if your cooling system breaks down, you will have an uncomfortable couple of days driving to work. If my cooling system breaks down, I will die. <laughs> <laughs> you must have like a generator in the back for a big fan or something. I don't know. Well, this is the thing. This is what I was going to get onto. So I thought you might be interested in this because I'd never heard of this before, right? Mm. He said most people there use something called an evaporative cooler, which is also known as a swamp cooler, right? which only really works in a desert. He said if you just use the standard common or garden aircon mm. system – it would use so much energy, it would cost you $700 a month just for a unit. <laughs> right, okay. Right? And these swamp coolers save 90% on energy bills. Is that, uh, is that like, a, is that like um, you see on the continent sometimes, you have like a, like a refrigerating unit in front of a fan? Yeah, so he's basically said the way he describes it is you pump wet air through the house at high velocity. Right, and yeah. And that wet air meets the dry air from outside, and there's an evaporative cooling effect. So it's basically just a scientific way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like what, what what kind of normal air cons will just what take hot air out of the room and <clears throat> convert it into cold air and pump it back in and there's an outlet right I think they um, yeah they pull air out and then divert some of the air across a refrigeration unit I think maybe mm. probably not 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 true but uh, remember when I turned on the air con here at, um, in the studio and I didn't realise that because I'd piped it all in, I didn't realise that the, uh, air, the the studio was completely airtight, and the wall started bulging. Sucking it all in. Yeah, the, the studio ended up being the size of a uh, sugar cube. Yeah, in the like, is it Violet Beauregard who went big? I can't remember. Uh, okay. Augustus Glute one. Oh no, I'm Violet so, Beauregard. Yeah, it was. Have you seen the? Have you seen? There's a new kind of um, pre uh, pre pre uh, prequel of Willy Wonka with um, that little boy. Um, I can't remember his name now. That he was in June. Boy. Oh, um, Timothy Chalamet. Yes, Timothy Chalamet is. Yeah, Willy it's just Wonka. called Wonka, isn't it? It's called Wonka, right? And it's just his kind of chocolate-based journey. Um, I, I just don't think the man has enough menace. You know what I mean? There's not enough like. Yeah. He's probably killed a few people. Like, it's quite, quite odd-looking chap, though, so you might better pull it off. Mm. Hugh Grant's yeah. in it as well. Hugh Grant's playing the old um, Oompa Loompas. <laughs> he's enjoying, yes, he's, he's he enjoying a very nice like Indian summer to his career, Hugh Grant. He really is. He's yeah. absolutely brilliant in the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Have you seen that? I've not. No, 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 so no. good. It's really no. good. Uh, <laughs> but listen, a little bit of trivia, a little bit of uh, uh, trivia for you. you. Know my friend Blair? Mm. Have you met him before? Singer, musician. Yeah, he um, got plucked out of his school as a kid in Derbyshire to play the young Johnny Depp in the Wonka movie. Nice. Okay, fair dues. He was on it for like a couple of weeks. Um, Mark Haynes from WrestleMe again. He was the nudist. Uh, he was uh, <clears throat> he was a, a, an extra who had a speaking part in um, Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka film, uh, and he was kind of playing like a sort of Bavarian villager who says, "Get you oh, a lot of chocolate." That's perfect for him. And according to and according to um, uh, a Bavarian Mark, villager, that's not a great description over, of Mark. He was over a chocolate river um, with Johnny Depp, and it was only him and Johnny Depp. Um, on this little sort of section of the set, and uh, out of awkwardness, Mark started talking to Johnny Depp. So I go, you know, how are you doing? How long are you in London for? And uh, and Johnny Depp just sort of looked at him and then just shouted, "Tim, <laughs> <laughs> Tim!" <laughs> there's there's also um, a great, and I don't know why we haven't mentioned it on WrestleMania. We probably have, but um, uh, Mark is an is a is a, an extra in. Um, he's not an extra. You know, he's 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 pretty. Um, front and centre in the film Vera Drake about the abortionist and in Blimey. the final in the final um, scene when Vera Drake I think is getting sent down for uh, for providing um, 
healthcare illegally at that time in the world in in the UK. Um, Mark looks down the camera lens. <laughs> the one thing you shouldn't do. What, a, is this in the a, movie? In the movie, and it's really funny. And, and, and that actually near the, the edge. Mark Haynes looking dead set down the camera lens. <laughs> How did that make the cut? That's crazy. I don't know, but it's really funny. It's on YouTube. I'll show you. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, Pete, let's have a break. Can we come back? We'll do the batteries. All right, then. Lovely old job. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's the Luke and Pete Show. It's a Thursday, so we are talking all things batteries. Lukey Moore, what batteries has people sent in on that? Am I doing them? Am I? You normally do them, mate. I uh, do I? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> Sorry. We're only on episode yeah. 2,300, so it's fair enough. <laughs> I get confused sometimes because the uh, the, uh, the, the the laps running order uh, isn't called the Luke and Pete Show running order. It's called the laps. So sometimes I, I lose where I'm, I'm supposed to be going. Anyway, we got one from uh, Teddy. Hello, Teddy. Long time listener. First time emailer. A few weeks ago, I was visiting my family in Malaysian, in the Malaysian state of Sarawak uh, on the island of Borneo. I've been there. It's nice. Um, we went for a jungle hike and I not not much else to do. Um, yeah. But I couldn't believe my eyes uh, when I came across a raw battery beside a waterfall wow um obviously i took it with me to remove the litter but have we got a new player the battery is a very mashup uh version of a 555 high power battery i'm liking this teddy it shows um social responsibility it shows uh, good manners and it shows um a real um need to entertain the look and picture your listeners yeah, and uh, unquestionably the best background to a battery photo we've ever seen. Definitely, definitely. Incredible find. Yeah. Um, nice um, thumb and finger positioning. Mm. The thumb could be a little bit cleaner, but I suppose you're in, in the Malaysian he's, he's jungle. He's in the jungle. So that's fair enough. Teddy's in um, the jungle. It is a brand new player as well. Congratulations well to you. 
round of applause. Round of applause. Uh, Sean is coming with one. Uh, hello from White Rock, BC. Well, what state is that? But British Columbia. Can British Canada, Columbia, of course it? it is. Yeah. Uh, I would like to submit a battery that I found in a heavily discounted novelty mini television that only plays Star Trek clips. <laughs> <laughs> when you talk about e-waste it's shit like that isn't it like it's not your fucking tablets that last a couple of years it's that um, they came uh, dead on arrival but have been replaced and now my useless little gadget works fine I submit new leader extra heavy duty which sounds like some kind of uh, PR document from uh, a North Korean uh, is Sean taking the actor. piss here what do you mean I mean, mean? That's a, I mean new leader right new leader We've had over 50 of them. Have we? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. 50 new leaders. Yeah. Oh, I'm very sorry, Sean. Uh, Absolutely preposterous can... email from start to finish that. <laughs> I mean, it's really difficult Star to Trek. kind of understand how, to just how disastrous that's been. Yeah. But I mean, do show us um, what the um, I'd love mini to see television... That telly. Only... I want to see that little mini television. You sort of got... I remember there was one that had like um, a sort of a reel-to-reel kind of video uh, kind of... Um, not really projected. You would look through a little hole and it'd have a little bit of film and you'd look through the hole and it was battery powered and it would play you um, Scalacci's goals from uh, Italian 90. Yeah, I've, I've... Stuff like that. So my friend, when I was a kid, my friend used to have... It was almost like it's a battery powered thing that cycles through maybe 100 frames of a 35mm film. Right, yeah, yeah, okay. And you fair, can replace fair, them fair. for different for different things. And we didn't have the Scalacci goals. I think that one was a World Cup 90 kind of... Um, Piece of merch, yeah. Right. So yeah. this one we had it. It showed um, it was like horse racing for some reason. It was like a horse race or something. Horse or, racing. Yeah, weird. <laughs> that could be my mind playing tricks on me though. But that's what I remember. Yeah. Um, Good stuff. And do you do you remember Pete those um, almost like a very primitive video games console that right. you put over your face like a pair of binoculars. Yeah, they were and like, like space invaders. You have buttons on the top, and you could. Mm. And it was like a race when you go back and forth between. It was the like cars. a. It was like a precursor to the. Um, it was a normal kind of LCD game, but it was sort of so, maybe LEDs rather than uh, LCDs. But um, it would kind of glow. It was like a precursor to the Nintendo um, Virtual Boy a little bit. But yeah, there was nowhere like... near as complicated as that though. It no, was really no, primitive. no, 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 and and it would it would it would be backlit from the ceiling. It would it, like there'd be like a kind of um, a slightly translucent um, window at the top of it to let the light through, so you could actually see the uh, LEDs. Exactly, lighting. if you put your hand over the top, it wouldn't work. Yeah, because I I, <clears> I <throat> have seen a couple on Facebook, and they are going for like ninety fucking quid. Oh really? Because I had about three give of them, them away back in the day. Exactly, you couldn't give them away back in the day. Game and Watch uh, is quite a big deal uh, nowadays. Still, I had a couple of those. Um, something about yeah, a plumber d- d- and a didn't Nintendo do a watch? Well, I, yeah, Nintendo sort of started off doing that, doing that kind of care. But yeah, they they had Donkey Kong. I think there was a there might be a Zelda one, but there's definitely a, um, a a Mario one anyway. I'm pretty I, I, I'm pretty sure I remember the Zelda one. Mm. Is it is it fair to say before we get onto our third and final battery? Mm. Is it fair to say that um, in terms of cultural impact, Zelda mm. is like massively underrated? Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess for a games that are quite sprawling and quite involving, um, I just think there's. A, I just think you know what you're getting with Mario or Donkey Kong or everyone you know, knows even... who mario is everyone knows who donkey is. i don't know if anyone knows everyone knows who link is though no no true and they probably think the main character is called zelda I, I certainly did for a long time well that's a poor effort by you i know it is poor effort my first and, game and, was, and uh, also hugely disrespectful to an illustrious absolute monarch and princess uh zelda 
It's a bit point, of respect actually. for that lineage, if you don't mind. Robbie Williams' daughter. Oh, was Williams. it? Williams. Well, called Zelda Williams. Oh, um, okay, right. Simon says, Good day, boys. Expat living down under in beautiful northeast Victoria, the birthplace of Nick Cave and the burial place of Ned Kelly. What an intro. What, what pedigree. Yeah. Um, uh, what was Ned Kelly? Was he like a cowboy or something? Or, he's a criminal, wasn't he? Did he get shipped off? Ned Kelly was an like... Australian outlaw. Right. Um, Did he have who... like an interesting hat? He used to like, wear like metal on his head or something. 19th century. I'm not sure, but he, he's like, if you look at a picture of him, mm. um, I'll drop you a link on WhatsApp now. He's mm. like the original East London uh, trendy man. <laughs> the East London trendy man. Like if you if you look at a picture of Ned Kelly, he yeah. looks exactly like every single hipster in Hackney. <laughs> Honestly, it's like the it's where, it's where the lineage starts. I'm gonna send <laughs> well, you a picture right now. I'm just loading up my WhatsApp. You can see um, he right. died very young. Was like an Australian outlaw. Um, it's kind of like a, I guess like an Australian Robin Hood type character. You know, depends on you know pick your poison. Was he a, was he an outlaw or was he like a a murderer basically? Right. Um, okay. But check yeah. out. Um, Check out this picture of him on his Wikipedia page, mate. Click on that link. Um, I'm uh, waiting for it to come through. There we go. Ned Kelly, right. He's like... Oh, yeah. Beautiful dude. hair. Yeah. Such thick hair. Amazing uh, beard. Yeah. Um, but there's a there's a great... Um, and that's a 25. That's a 25-year-old beard. Amazing. I know. Exactly. And there's a, there's a, there's a brilliant um, book. Uh, and it's so brilliant. I'm just desperately trying to remember the name of it. <laughs> uh, that's it. It's called the the True History of the Kelly Gang by Peter Carey. Right. Um, it's a brilliant, brilliant novel, um, which is kind of loosely based on Ned Kelly and his and his gang. Mm. Um, but it's like it's a fictional account, basically. It's brilliant. Mm. It's well worth a read. I've got it here. Uh, my friend got it to me, me as a present. I absolutely loved it. I'm not a massive novel reader overall, but I enjoyed it. So well worth a read. Carry on, Peter. Right. Um. I mean, wow, um, uh, gold, uh, an indecent note. Um, right, uh, sorry, just got distracted by uh, Ned Kelly's uh, Wikipedia, which I'm sure we can get into uh, another time. Uh, when recently uh, replacing, this is Simon, by the way, uh, an unusual-looking battery that operates an auto hand wash sink <laughs> in one of the commercial kitchens I look after, I came across this beauty. I present a Lysun CRP2 lithium Made, uh, made in uh, downtown Wuhan City. Fingers crossed, uh, crossed I've uh, unearthed a new player. Love the show. Can you remember what our policy was on non-AA? It's your policy. Yeah. So I don't know whether you'd accept a CRP2. It's a very odd-looking battery. Six volts, lithium. Never seen it before. Yeah, um, and, and I almost think this is allowed because it looks like it's a one-shot thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like rechargeable lithium-ion batteries... I don't think should be allowed in, but, 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 I think this lithium battery that only lasts for a little while should be allowed in. What was our policy on lithium clock batteries and what? I can't batteries remember. And... Did, we, did we have a being up mm. on it about the old, um, the little watch ones, the kind of flat ones? Yeah, because there's no design to them on the actual battery. So I think I think we're allowing this because it's not rechargeable. It's a one shot thing, and it's got the design, um, you know, on the actual battery itself. So we're allowing uh, it if it's a real player. You mean? Yeah. Yeah, it is yeah, a real yeah. player. Yeah, good stuff. Congratulations Simon. to you, Simon. Yeah, well done, mate. That's absolutely cracking stuff, and you deserve all of the good things. And it's things not just because you, you make up the holy trinity of Nick Cave, Ned Kelly, and uh, Simon Buckley. <laughs> um, so, yeah. There you well done to you. Cracking. Um, all right, then. That's it, Peter. Maybe we'll get stuck into Ned Kelly next time. He sounds like an interesting chap. He? <laughs> he does sound like an interesting chap. It's one of those kind of romantic stories that I, I imagine, if you dig 
below the you know the the, the kind of the comic book uh, depiction of him he was probably a real c word um <laughs> yeah, uh, so we'll be back on uh, monday have a lovely weekend uh, look after yourselves lukey moore you all right murder lukey, assault murder, theft murder. and armed robbery it's a romantic story that's all right yes yeah. fine it's, everyone was up to that kind of care back then see you later bye bye Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.